Hello, uh, three funny ladies. <laughs> That's Joe Bailey. That's Susan Jacobs. <clears throat> we are your hosts for the next hour or so. We're the hosts with the mostest. Of three funny lostest. I don't know. Hey, have you listened to Beetlejuice? I tried. Then it's not, it's not good. It's, you know, you know how I am about those things. Sure, 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 sure. sure. I don't love the movie anyway. Okay. So sure. it's just so. a double whammy. <laughs> You're so proud of yourself. <laughs> <laughs> have you listened to it? I have not. No, because I'm weird too. Mm-hmm. I, I just, yeah, I'm weird. Um, all right. Well, that was a nice <laughs> little segue. I, I took us on a nice little tangent. <laughs> uh, so what's happening? How are you? What's going on? How's life? You know, here's the thing. Oh, goodness. Yes, please. I now live a life where it doesn't matter what day it is. And I love that. Really? I kind of do. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. 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 Because I would always be like, you know, like when a famous actor or somebody or, you know, somebody who's living the perceived life that I want when they're like, Oh my God, TJIF. I'd be like, what the fuck do you care? You get to do what you love every fucking <laughs> fuck off. TJIF. That doesn't mean shit to you. Yeah. Go fuck yourself. Um, and so, yeah, no, I like it. Although I will say this, I'm sl- slowly, it's very slow. It's a very, very slow process, but I do believe I'm slowly becoming agoraphobic, which is not ideal. Oh no. Not ideal. Um, so I'll just have to get, I'll just have to get myself out there to, to combat that. Uh, how the fuck are you? How the fuck am I? Fine. It's been a week. It has been a week. Yeah. We lost dear Olivia Newton-John. Oh, yes. <clears throat> and then we lost Anne Hayes. There's a third one coming. So sad. And then to get literary, Salman Rushdie was attacked yesterday. Right. So he was stabbed in the, was he stabbed in the neck or am I making that up? Yes. And the stomach. He probably is going to lose his left eye. My, what the fuck? Yep. And they, the person severed nerves in his left arm. So it's not looking good. Well, it's great. It's, it's just great out here. Yeah. So polio is back. Like, so what dystopian uh, young adult novel are we living in? Like, Seriously. <laughs> polio is back. My dad had polio. Oh, my God. It's just what the fuck? Why are we just Honestly. continually sliding backwards? It's just. Yeah. What the f- what the fuck? It's like we got to October of 2016 and then it's like throw it in reverse. You know what, everybody? <laughs> we don't like where this is headed. Yeah. I all- think because enough of us complained about 2016 and the universe was like, oh, oh, you don't fucking like this? Okay. I'll show you motherfuckers. Yep. Abortion, say goodbye. Polio, welcome back, baby. <laughs> Monkey pox, why not? Why not? And then there's something else and something. It's just, oh my God. I don't know, man. Um, also, we really need to talk about uh, Kathy Hilton, unfortunately. Okay. I've been seeing things, but I haven't been reading them. So I'm getting a feeling that things are starting, but I don't know what they are. I do know that she confused somebody for somebody else. And I, and my reaction was, oh, that's racist. But I forgot who it was. She was on Andy Cohen and she confused Lizzo for Gabourey Sidibe. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yes, yes, yes. Because, you know, fat and of color. Yeah. Yeah. Same person. Same. Same person. Person. Yeah. Is that the only, not the only thing? I mean, that's bad enough. But she has she done other things? I've seen several articles. I just haven't read them. Uh, Not that I know of. She, did you watch Beverly Hills this week? I did watch Beverly oh my God. Hills. This she was week. the delight as usual on there. I love how she's like, Oh, look at the place cards. Oh, Diana's coming. It says Diana. Oh, what a lovely font. <laughs> she, she's, she is a wacky doodle. Oh my God. I just love her so much. But I, she I just, would, yeah. yeah. I would like to think with Kathy, I think maybe I'm a Kathy apologist in this moment. I think that she's a good person. She's just, you know, she's rich and she's sheltered and she doesn't, I don't think she means ill will. I just think she's ignorant. Yeah. Rich, sheltered, 
old white lady. Right. And I think if someone schooled her, she would be perfectly fine. Now, I don't know that she would accept that schooling. I think that she'd just be like, whatever. Where's my lady? Yes. (laughs) Find the lady. I I love that. I forgot what episode it was, but Kyle's like, the lady has a name, you guys. She has a name. She's had a name this whole time. (laughs) Oh, boy. Um, so yeah, what else happened in that episode? Lisa Rinna is just out of her mind. Mm, but She's I love out of her, her mind. She's out of her mind. Um, what else? <clears throat> Ezra Miller, now there's people missing from his home. Oh my Their god. Home. I'm sorry. Here's the thing that we need to talk about this. So Warner Brothers flat out cancels oh back. Oh my god. Oh, and there's more to that. Go on. And we have a Flash movie coming starring the very problematic Ezra Miller. And they're just taking a look at to see what they're going to do about it. Yeah. Yeah. They gave them three options. Like, and I forgot what the three options were. Basically, try to clear your name, go on a press tour, that kind of thing. And people were like, you didn't do that for Batgirl. Like, no one knew who was in it except for Michael Keaton. No one knew anything about it. There hadn't been any teas- teasers. There hadn't been any trailers. There hadn't been any onset. Like they, ca- they knew from the beginning that this was maybe a no go because they didn't tell shit to anybody. Like we've known about the live action Little Mermaid and who is going to be in it and stuff like this. And for years, I don't even, I don't even know if it's going to come out. I know it's been such a long time coming. So they knew from the beginning, and it's like. Say you're racist without saying you're racist. Like, seriously. seriously yeah. What the fuck? Like, this is why no one likes Warner Brothers. Yeah. Say what you want about Disney. Most of Disney's problems, I think, I am not coming from a place of total knowledge, are former shareholders or people that aren't really involved. Does it make it okay? No. But at least, like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, see, Disney is like Kathy Hilton. You know what I mean? And then <laughs> Warner old Brothers. White <laughs> old white lady. And then Warner Brothers is, um, well, Ezra Miller is what we're saying. Yeah. Um, there was another thing that I was like, oh, we got to talk about that. And of course it's gone. But wait, who is missing from Ezra Miller? So, okay. The running theory right now is that they are trying to actively start a cult, which I think if you have to try that hard, you've already lost the battle. Who's they? They, they go by they, that Ezra Miller goes by they. Oh yeah. Correct. Correct. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So even though I want to, because, um, they are trying to start a cult is the running theory right now. Um, which starting a cult, I think you're the the first strike against you is trying. Like I think becoming a cult should be effortless. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, <laughs> it should really be super easy. It just should be like, oh my god, I love you, I love you too, and let's get more people that love us. Um, and then slowly implement, you know, the bullshit. <clears throat> my first marriage. Um. So anyway, uh, and so. They had, they have a ranch or some sort of compound or some sort of land or whatever. And they had a family of three, a mother and two children living with them. And now that family is missing. Oh, wow. And that's, yeah, two children. Um, Yeah, I did not hear about this one. and, And I'm really confused because... You know, I have this idea of Ezra Miller is on the run, but it kind of sounds like they're not, though. Yeah, because, I mean, I heard about the burglary in Vermont, which is apparently where they live now because they got run out of Hawaii. And then there was that incident of that they were allegedly grooming that young girl. Correct. For a number of years. Correct. And then that's all that I had heard with those things. And I hadn't heard about this. But now there's, you know, there's people missing, which means they were at the. Yeah. So it's like, okay, what is everybody hiding? We're just letting this person get away with all this shit is kind of what I'm hearing. Yeah. And then Warner Brothers is like, well, you know, maybe it's not so bad. You know, maybe if you just said you were sorry. Yeah, that would do it. And then we can release this movie. (laughs) Because you are a white male presenting person and here's the thing if this movie gets released you know it will be a hit and people will go see it here here's my thing 
and maybe I'm putting too much faith in Mr. Keaton because I don't know him personally, but this is what I'd like to think. I would like to think that if Michael Keaton, if that movie was actually going to come out, Michael Keaton would be like, the fuck you say? And he would go on a press tour to tell people not to. I really believe that Michael Keaton would be like, no, because I follow him on Instagram. He's very liberal. He's very outspoken in those ways. So I feel like he would be like, oh, oh, no, you're not. No, 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 no. No one's coming to see this movie. He's not in that one, is he? He is. Oh, he is. It's from what I've heard. Now, listen, I might be wrong, but I heard that he was in that one as well. Yes. Okay. Yes. Because I saw that now Ben Affleck is going to be an Aquaman. Yes, but they're trying to do this because, you know, DC can't do their own thing. They're trying to do this multiverse type deal now where there's multiple, where all those Batmans exist. So it was always going to be like Michael Keaton wasn't going to become the old new Batman. It was always going to be that Ben Affleck, Ben Affleck, Ben Affleck and him both existed just in different multiverses. Okay. So that was always a thing. So I think they're just like, I, yeah, I don't listen. DC's garbage. So <laughs> I don't really, I don't, except for Wonder Woman. Uh, yes. And because they cast her perfectly and she's amazing. And I mean, even Linda Carter, my God. Um, and that's, and then, and Michael Keaton's Batman. And that's it. Uh, they should just do a movie with those two, like Linda Carter and Michael Keaton. Or Linda Carter and Val Kilmer, who is the best Batman. Okay. No. You know, <laughs> this is a hate crime against a straight person. Okay. <laughs> We're just going to call this what this is. This is a hate crime against a straight white nerd, and I won't take it. I just will not take it. But I do love Val Kilmer. He's a treasure. <sighs> Just oh, not as Batman. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so is there anything else? Have you been watching anything since you have some free time now? Um, I started watching the new Pretty Little Liars spinoff. It's garbage. I mean, obviously. Oh, but And it's just a, a one season, I hear. Oh, really? Yeah, they just uh, announced like scenes for next week's series finale. And everyone's like, what? And everyone's like, um, excuse me? I mean, listen, Pretty Little Liars only has so much juice. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I watched the first go round, but I felt like it was like series finale. Here it is. And then it's so not series, like season finale. Boom, it's done. And then the scenes would be like two weeks from tonight. Watch the season premiere. And I'm like, we need a break. We need to take a longer break. Uh, I see between- what you're saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's too much. Yeah. So I just gave up. Um. There have been other things that I've been watching. Big Brother, I'm still on the Big Brother train. And things are going lovely. I love the direction it's taking. Um, because they're getting rid of the annoying people, which is how I would play Big Brother. Yeah. That's like what big threats? Fuck that. I don't wanna I don't wanna live with Muffin Lady. You know what I'm saying? If you watch Big Brother, you know what I'm talking about. Um <clears throat> uh, so that's that's that. What else? No. Nothing. Um I had to work an event last night yeah. and uh, there was some manual labor involved. I'm just exhausted today. What kind of manual labor? I'm so sorry. Just, it was an outdoor like theater Ew. thing. Ew. Okay. Well, so gross. it was just a lot of like tables and tents no, and I hate everything about what you're stages saying. And yeah, it was, but now I'm uh, I have next week totally off. So that's fun. Ooh, just for shits and gigs. Yeah. We closed down for a week every August. Ah, yes. Um, so that's what this is. Okay. So, okay. So okay. it makes it easier to get through something like that because it's like, once I'm done with this and I'm good for the week. Right. Right. Uh, <clears throat> so, yeah. So that was something. I don't really think I'm, I've been watching anything really. Mm-mm. Yeah. No, Mm-mm. that's it. I did read a thing about uh, Rosie O'Donnell had made fun of Anne Heche. When she oh, crashed no. her car initially. <gasps> Rosie. Yeah. So yesterday she was like, oh, well, now I feel bad. Well, now I feel bad because she's dead. Rosie. Yeah. No. It's like, you well, should have not. And have you seen that video? It's amazing. What video? It's video right after the crash. 
and they've taken Hayesh out of the car and they have her on the gurney and they think she's dead. She's totally covered up. Oh, wow. And right as they're about to put her in the ambulance, she shoots up. And you can see all this? Yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, wow. I'll have to find out. I'll send it to you. It's okay. fucking crazy. It's crazy. So, um, yeah, I think that there was just a lot of, and also I think that there are, cause I was too, like she clearly caused this accident. We don't know why or how, like, was it drugs, whatever, whatever she destroyed someone's house. All yeah. that, that woman's stuff, all her belongings, her house is gone because somebody was reckless. Um, may she rest in peace. Um, so I think maybe that's where certain people, and it, and and also, I think it was unclear on whether she was going to be fine or not. So if yeah. you think she's going to be fine, but you know this person is like, you might think there's room to joke. Yeah. But Rosie, come on, come yeah. on now. Um. Yeah. Joe told me today that uh, the lady whose house she ran into <laughs> um, just released a real sweet message about Anne Hage passing, um, which is nice considering. But she was just so talented. She just really was so talented. Like I used to watch Another World when she was on as oh Vicky Marley. Yes, that's where I. Yes. Oh my god, so a uh, fucking good. And when she twins. became famous, like mainstream famous, I was like, I already knew her. You fuckers. Yeah. And she just had a hard time of it, man. Like she just that whole thing with Ellen and just her growing up, and then there was that incident with her and like. When she was found wandering in someone's backyard or something. Yes, 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 yes. So, yeah. I just think she just had mental health issues that she didn't know how to take care of as I take my Zoloft. (laughs) Um, But just such a fucking talent. And so young. 53. Mm. Mm. Yeah, what a way to go, man. And she's got kids. Mm. So. So who are we talking about today? (laughs) So good times. What funny lady are we talking about today? Um, all right. All right. Oh, God. That is, wow. I'll never do that again. I'm so sorry. Uh, we're talking about Lisa Kudrow. Lisa Kudrow. Lisa Valerie Kudrow, who just turned a couple weeks ago 59. That's so crazy. Isn't that fucking wild? Yes. Uh she was born July 30th, 1963. Um, she's an American actress, if you didn't know. Hey, this is all coming from Wikipedia. Like, what we should do for me is just say, hey, everyone go read, read the Wikipedia page. Come back in about five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> or just read along with me. Yeah. And we can um, have a little bling, turn <laughs> the page. Um, after making appearances in several 1980s television sitcoms, Kudrow came to international prominence in the 90s, portraying Phoebe Buffay in Friends. And that aired from 1994 to 2004. But before that, she played, uh, and we didn't know this at the time, but she was on Mad About You as Ursula, Phoebe's twin. And I loved Ursula. <laughs> I don't love Ursula. No, but Annoyed Phoebe's you. also Phoebe's my least favorite character on the Friends. So okay, all right. Well, you know you can be wrong about a lot of things. It's fine. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, okay. Now there's not a lot of stuff. She's a she's a private one. This one. Uh, she was born in Encino, California, to Nedra, a t- travel agent, and Lee Kudrow, a physician who specialized in the treatment of headaches. Oh, interesting. She has an older sister, Helene. And every time oh. I see or hear the name Helene, I'm going to think of our good friend, Rashi. It's uh, so weird to like, those names are all so exotic. And then you have Lisa. Right. right. Well then, no, but then her brother, yes, the parents. And then, well, I guess he's not, but, but then the brothers are David and Derek. It's so weird. My daughter's name is Helene and Lisa. And Lisa. Yeah. And then, then there's, so your siblings are pretty, your sis, what's your sister's name? I totally forgot. Diane. Di- oh, God, how could I forget that? <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Um, those are pretty mainstream. Mine are Michael, Susan, William. Yeah. Peter. Yeah. Paul, Julie. PJ's name is Paul, by the way. PJ I is Paul Ju- Jr. I'm Paul Julio. Paul, Paul Julio. <laughs> <laughs> they, don't, they don't say Julio, they say Julio. Well, we're all 
painfully white. Um, <laughs> as I've uh, as I've come to find out about myself. Um, okay. Yes, she uh, was raised in a middle class Jewish family and she had a bat mitzvah ceremony. Oh my God, I didn't realize she was Jewish. (laughs) Neither did I, but who wrote this page? (laughs) Like, it's just so weird how they put it. Uh, Her ancestors emigrated from Belarus, Germany, Hungary, and Poland. And some of them lived in the village of Aya, sure, uh, in the Minsk area. Oh, that's funny, because that's where uh, on Friends. That's right. Yep, yep, yep. That's right. Uh, Kudrow's paternal grandparents were David and Gertrude. Fireman. men. Um, hold, please. We should probably just finish that Friends reference. Yes. Some of doesn't know it. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. it. Got Friends. Oh, right. Oh, right. And then her, <laughs> <laughs> like the love of her life, who was played by. Hank Azaria. Uh, yes. Uh, he's a scientist, right? And he has to leave because he gets posted uh, at some place in Minsk. That's correct. And he leaves. Okay, sorry. That Continue. is correct. She attended, I love it when they do this, uh, Portello Middle School in Tarzana, Los Angeles. I don't give a shit where she went. Oh my God. <laughs> Tarzana Middle School, the Tarzana Tartans. Are you just saying things now? Yes. Okay. <laughs> They're, the, they're the, the fighting tartans. Okay. She graduated from Taft High School in Woodland Hills, California, uh, uh, where then NWA members Ice Cube, Easy E, and actress Robin Wright also attended. Oh, my God. So weird. Uh, she got her Bachelor of Arts degree in biology from Vassar. Oh, my God. And intended to become an expert on headaches like her physician father. Oh my God. Kudrow worked on her father's staff for eight years while breaking into acting. My God. Earning, holy shit, earning a research credit on his study on the comparative likelihood left handed individuals develop cluster headaches. Oh my goodness. Such a brainiac. Such a brain. On May 27th, 1995, Kudrow married French advertising executive Michel Stirne. They have a son, Julian Melly Stan, and Kudrow's pregnancy was written into the fourth season of Friends, where her character Phoebe is having triplets as a surrogate mother for her younger half-brother, Frank, and his wife, Alice. In 2019, during an interview with Mark Maron, Kudrow revealed that she experienced body dysmorphia disorder while working on the show. And that's all Hmm. they know about her. That's what we have. Interesting. Yeah. That's a lot of interesting things, though. (laughs) Right? She's a little smarty pants. Um, all right. Well, these uh, facts about her career were gathered from the Wikipedia, an interview in The Guardian, a little snippet in Entertainment Weekly, and perhaps my favorite piece of research, <laughs> an interview in Interview Magazine between her and Lily Tomlin. Holy fucking shit. Yeah, it's really great. Oh, my God. Uh, so, at the urging of her brother's childhood friend, comedian John Lovitz, she began her comedic career as a member of the Groundlings, mm. an improv and sketch comedy school in Los Angeles. Who doesn't? I know, right? Um, she has credited her teacher there uh, for changing her perspective on acting, calling her, quote, the best thing that happened on so many levels. Mm-hmm. Briefly, Lisa joined with Conan O'Brien and director Tim Hillman in the short-lived improv troupe Unexpected Company, because you know how we love those improv troupe names. Uh, also the- I'm, I'm sorry, because you opened the door. You knew what you were doing. Um, <laughs> improv troupe names. And it, okay, I'm sorry. Just a little soapbox moment. <laughs> All improv truth names are stupid. I know this because I've been in a gazillion improv troops. All the names were stupid and nonsensical. Also, moreover, the thing that angers me more, don't do goofy headshots. Don't do it. Oh. Don't do it. Don't do the goofy. Don't. Don't. Please don't. You look like a fucking asshole. I just need to know what you look like. I just need to know what you look like. You know how I'm going to know you're funny? Your resume. Okay. All right. Thank you so much. Okay. Continue. Uh, She was also the only regular female member of the Transformers comedy troupe. 
<laughs> that fucking track. <laughs> she Let played a role. The yeah. last one, white man wearing flannel. I was just gonna say wearing flannel. <laughs> she played a role in an episode of Cheers. Oh wow! Uh, she tried out for Saturday Night Live in 1990, but the show chose Julia Sweeney instead. <laughs> All right. <laughs> she had a recurring role in three episodes of season one of the Bob Newhart sitcom Bob, uh, a role that she played after taking part in the series finale of his previous series, Newhart. Prior to Friends, she appeared on two network produced pilots, NBC's Just Temporary, also known as Temporary Ears. It doesn't matter because no one knows it by either title. Sure. And also CBS's Close Encounters, also known as Matchmaker. Not a good sign when you're on two shows that have four titles between them. Uh, she was cast then as Roz Doyle in Frasier, but the role was recast with Perry Gilpin during the taping of the pilot episode. What the fuck? In 2000, Lisa explained that when rehearsal started, quote, I knew it wasn't working. I could feel it all slipping away, and I was panicking, which only made things worse. Aww. Her first recurring, recurring television role was Ursula, the eccentric waitress on Mad About You, a role that she reprised on the NBC sitcom Friends, in which she co-starred as, of course, massage therapy, a massage therapist, Phoebe. Ursula's twin sister. She says uh, about friends, it was good for me playing someone that optimistic because I'm just a drag of a person. <laughs> uh, she was the first friends cast member to win an Emmy award oh, wow. uh, with her 1998 uh, award coming in the outstanding supporting actress in a comedy series. And according to the Guinness book of world records, she and uh, co-stars Jennifer Aniston and Courtney Cox became the highest paid TV actresses of all time at the time, earning $1 million per episode. Jesus, can you fucking imagine? For the ninth and tenth seasons oh of God, Friends. Can you imagine? Jesus she Christ. talks a lot about that in the interview with uh, Lily Tomlin. She's, and plus, plus they, they get residuals, too. She's on so. Friends. <clears throat> oh, God. Yep. They, oh, my God. Can, can I borrow so, some money in these? <laughs> I know, right? Uh, she says that she has made peace with the fact that for so many people she is and will probably forever remain Phoebe. She says it's not irritating. It was my job to make people believe that I was that person. It's unconscionable to me to want to remove myself from friends. Aww. It gave me every single opportunity. I appreciate it every single day. I promise. Uh this is just a little snippet from that interview. Lily Tomlin says, you started off on Mad About You as Ursula Buffet, who didn't have a twin sister until you went to Friends and played Phoebe Buffet. Then they folded Ursula in as Phoebe's twin sister, which is the kind of thing I live for. Lisa says, you live for playing twins? <laughs> and Lily said, well, I played twins with Bette Midler in a movie, but that's not the point. The exciting, <laughs> the exciting part is that Ursula's life continued between Mad About You and Friends, and then they folded Ursula into Friends just like she had been living that life all the time. I love that so much. During her tenure on Friends, uh, Lisa appeared on se in several comedies, uh, such as Romy and Michelle's High School Reunion, Hanging Up, Marcy X, Dr. Doolittle 2, Analyze This and its sequel, uh, Wonderland and the Opposite of Sex. She guest starred on numerous television series during her run on Friends, including The Simpsons, King of the Hill, and she has hosted Saturday Night Live. Post Friends, she starred as the protagonist Valerie Cherish on the HBO series The Comeback, which premiered in 2005. Uh, it was about a has-been sitcom star trying for a comeback. She also served as co-creator, writer, and executive producer nine years after the original season, AB, ABC, HBO revived the series in 2014 for an abbreviated second season. She received two Emmy nominations for Outstanding Lead Actress in a Comedy Series for her work on the comeback. And, interesting point, she lost both times to Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Interesting. The first year for The New Adventures of Old Christine. And the second time for Veep. I mean, if I was going to lose, I guess I'd lose to her. I guess. I mean, I do love Julia Dreyfus, but it just say Emmys get into that habit of just giving us the award to the same person every year. Yeah, and that for sure. Crazy. Yeah. 
Um, about a third season, she says, I don't think we're going to make it. Not make it ever, but I don't think we're going to make it in nine years, which was the gap between the first and second season. Uh, she says, we also don't know if HBO wants it, by the way, but we haven't asked. We're both sort of like, I'm not going to ask, are you? This is talking about Tim, mm-hmm. her co-producer. Mm-hmm. And he said, no, I don't want to hear no. It's something we love. That's why it took nine years the first time. Mm-hmm. So who knows? Did you watch the comeback? I have not. Ooh. It's good. It took me like that for, it's so hard for me to watch that yeah. first season. It's just like, oh, it's so uncomfortable. Yes. I had to turn it off. I can't. Like I can't. Three times I think I tried to watch it. And she's just so unself aware of how awful people are to her. It 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 is ultimately worth the watch, but it is very difficult for me to get through. Yeah, I don't I can't. Um her production company is called Is or Isn't Entertainment, and she serves as the executive producer for the US version of the British series Who Do You Think You Are, in which celebrities trace hmm. their family trees. The subjects of the first series included Lisa herself, and she discovered that her great-grandmother had been murdered in the Holocaust. Afterwards, she co-created an improvised web series called Web Therapy. Uh, It was launched online in 2008 and earned several Webby nominations and one outstanding comedic performance Webby for her. Um, she offers her minutes, her minutes. What is wrong? It's early. She offers her patients three minute sessions over iChat. And in 2011, a reformatted half hour version of the show premiered on Showtime before being canceled in 2015 after four seasons. Uh, following Friends, she appeared in multiple films, Happy Endings, Easy A, Neighbors, and a sequel, Booksmart. P.S. I Love You, The Girl on the Train. Uh, And she was in uh, the Netflix comedy series Space Force. And uh, she is currently, along with Mary McCormick, an executive producer of the syndicated game show 25 Words or Less. And sometimes she herself is one of the two celebrity guests playing with a contestant on the show. All right. And that is Alisa Akudro. So what's your film? Well, my film, because I had never seen it ever before in my life, is Romeo and Michelle's High School Reunion. And, oh God, God, I just don't know. It's like I don't even know you. You, you like this movie? You like it. It's okay. Okay. You liked it. You're saying like a little a little much, but yeah, I liked it. You liked it. I liked it. It was You didn't cute. like it, but you liked it. Right. Like I don't like like it, but I like it as a friend. <laughs> <laughs> like if it sent you a note that said, Do you like me? Yes, no, or maybe you would pick maybe. Right. Right. Like I'd be like, you know what? I if I don't find a date to the prom <laughs> then we can go as friends then we can go as friends as friends as friends <laughs> but like i don't want to make that commitment to you i want to keep my doors open yeah now see this has been a little point of contention in my relationship because joe this is one of his movies okay um and just from the very start from the very first time i've seen it i've been like i just don't take to it like that for whatever reason, Drop Dead Gorgeous is another one of those that he loves. And that is another one that I'm like, yeah, I just, it's, it's fine for me. It's just not, it's not stepbrothers. You know what I mean? So we all have those movies. I hate you with everybody. It's just not stepbrothers. But like, I love stepbrothers and no, he, I know. Doesn't I know. Feel, he doesn't feel the same way about it. So, I mean, you can see that's, um, luckily, that is, I mean, that's why Peter and I fell in love is because we loved all the same media things. Mm. Like, uh, you know, we're the only two people we knew that saw Radio Land Runners in the theater. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're very compatible in that way. Anyway, not that I'm bragging or anything. It's just we're more in love than you guys are. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Romeo and Michelle's High School Reunion is a 1997 American comedy film directed by David Merkin, starring Mira Sovino, Lisa Kudrow, Jeannie, Jeannie, wow, Jean Carrasco, <laughs> and Alan Cumming. Um, oh, I did not know this. The characters are taken from the stage play Ladies Room, oh. which also featured Kudrow. Oh. Interesting. Yeah. So if you live under a rock, because I had never seen it, but I knew the premise. If you've lived under a rock, it's about these two best friends who have lived together since high school. Um, and they're going to their high school reunion. And they're basically trying to make up these fake lives for each other to be, to seem more impressive when they go. Now, my 30th high school reunion uh, is coming up. And they're like, here's your reminder. Here, and, I'm, and I want to be like, I'm, I'm not going. I'm not, I'm not going. I didn't like you in high school. I'm not going to like you now. Um, yeah, I've never been to one of my high school reunions. And I enjoyed high school, but I don't need to see. The people I want to see, I see. Exactly. Like, if I wanted to see you, I, I see you. You know? And there's even yeah. people I don't necessarily care to see that I see on my Facebook. And that's just because I'm nosy. Um, yeah, I don't, I, don't need to, I don't need to see you in person. I just don't. I just don't. Um, yeah, I mean, I, it was it was cute. It was cute. I Mira Servino's voice bothered me. Hmm. A little bit. It was hard for me to get into. Then you would probably hate Mighty Aphrodite. Yeah. Yeah, she puts out a whole, uh, or maybe you would like it. I don't know, but it's <laughs> definitely it's definitely like a voice acting role choice, choice that she makes in my effort. Okay. I really liked her in this movie more than I remembered liking her in this movie. I've always been rather hot and cold with her. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, from, for me, my money on this movie is Janine Garofalo. Oh, well, first of all, I adore her. Oh my God. I do too. And it just made me miss her all that much more. Yes. I absolutely fucking adore her. Yeah. Fuck off, Toby. <laughs> 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 and who who deserves it more than Cameron Mannheim? <laughs> oh my God! Oh my God! So just <laughs> Cameron Mannheim, who looks the same in everything she ever she does. Does like exactly the same. Yeah. Um, I mean, not. I'm saying it like that's a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. It's just something I noticed every time she came on the screen. I was like, she never looks different ever, ever, ever. Um. I loved the, um, I did, the last scene was very, the last bit was very sweet where Lisa Crudeau is like, you know, the whole time you were trying to make us better for these people, but I had fun in high school. I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't know that we were losers because I had you and we had fun and I loved it. And I was just like, oh my God, that's so <laughs> sweet. Um. I can't take Alan Cumming as a straight man. I just can't do it. Yeah, that's a hard pill to swallow. <laughs> yes. Um, and so I'm watching the movie, and I've never seen it before, so I don't really know anything about it. When he, it, when it looks like he's had all that plastic surgery, I was like, "What is? What is happening? What is going? <laughs> what's happening? This can't be real because this is frightening to me." Um, and I hated that whole thing. Like, I did not remember that that was a thing where, like, for a whole, like, half an hour, it's like a dream sequence that you don't realize. Right. Until she wakes. And when I was like, this isn't right. Like, this has to be a dream. Like, I caught on, but it was Alan Cummings' face. And I was like, this is weird. Am I supposed to be buying this? What's happening? I don't get it. I loved that Jeannie Garofalo was always smoking. Literally. Everywhere. Always. Everywhere. Anytime you saw her, she was smoking, which just tickled me to no end. The fact that, what is his name? See, I was about to say is, uh, what is his name? He was married to Jennifer Aniston. Brad Pitt? Uh, no. <laughs> oh, fuck. Justin Thoreau. Justin Th- Can we talk about Justin? I-, I know it's not two funny ladies and some white dude. <laughs> but Justin Thoreau is involved with everything ever. Yes. In the world. Uh, he's a writer. He's a producer. He's, uh, it's just so fucking weird. Um, I now understand the post-it, re- post-it oh. references because they lie and they say that they invented post-its. Um, 
to make their lives seem better. Because <laughs> they're business uh, women. They're business women. <laughs> and then they're like, we never decided what business we were in. Do you have a business women special? <laughs> what? I know. Just, their characters are adorable. I love them. But yeah, it was just sort of like, I do love, love, love their little dance routine at the prom or the reunion. Okay. That is, it was the gayest, fruitiest, corniest thing ever. And I sat there the whole time, like, this is perfect. This yes. is perfection. Because it's supposed to all be like impromptu. <laughs> right. And it's like clearly. And so, what I would like to imagine is just they lived as a thruple <laughs> with Mara Savino not having sex with either one of them, but they just lived together. Yeah, Lisa Kudrow nice. and Alan Cumming get it on, but Mira Savino is just there, and they're all just blissfully happy. Like that's how I, that's how I think their life goes on. Yeah, running their store on Rodeo Drive. Oh yeah, there's and then <laughs> Jean Garofalo is still friends with them, but yeah. is just still so surly and smoking in and their smoking store. Smoking in the store, trying on clothes. Um, <laughs> you burn it, you buy it. You burn it, you buy it. Um, something I want to mention that probably a lot of people aren't going to understand. We have this friend, Sydney, and it was struck. I was struck by how much now, what is her name? It's not in here. She is the woman in, um, uh, parent trap. She's the other woman in parent trap. She's the new wife in parent in the, in the, in the, in the redheaded Oh my God. What is her name? Lindsay Lohan. Jesus. Oh my God. Um, our friend Sydney and this and, woman. Sorry, Elaine Hendricks is her name. Thank you. Are doppelgangers. Seriously, 100%. And just at the end of the movie, not the beginning. Yeah, 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 just yeah. At yeah. the end. At the reunion. Fucking double. They even sound alike and yep. talk alike. Yep, so, yep. I was like, this is Sydney. This is fucking crazy to me. Yeah. It's crazy. Half of you won't even understand that, but right. go back and watch the movie. It's it, if you know Sydney. It needed to be mentioned. It really, it really did because of, I was the whole time I was like, ah, 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 I don't know. Um, so yeah, I liked it. Would I ever watch? I mean, I wouldn't throw it out of bed <laughs> for eating crackers. <laughs> okay, maybe for eating crackers. Like I wouldn't throw it out of bed. Like, like I said, listen, I've got a problem with you, but if something better comes up, I'm gonna go with that person. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And yeah. Then maybe we can have a sleepover afterwards, debrief. But like, we're not making out. Yeah, it was cute. If it's your home, it's on on a Saturday afternoon. You did didn't see, see what? Did you see it? I mean, I heard it and I turned right before, so okay. I knew what happened. Joe's cat just did parkour yeah. off the wall. You didn't see how high it got. It got all the way to the corner of the door frame. Really? Yes. It's being crazy right now. There he goes. It was amazing. Anyway, so um, I would give it, I'd give it three stars, I guess. Yeah, me too. I'd give it three stars. Three stars. It's it's harmless enough. Right. It doesn't hurt anyone. You know yep. what I'm saying? It's short. Hour and a half in and out. It doesn't commit a hate crime. Nope. Get a few chuckles out of it. Sure. It's like, it's, oh. And then it's, the, yeah. It's really 90s. Really 90s. Oh, this is another thing. I Oh, this is what I wanted to discuss. Um, And we're going to have to put it up on our instagram so people know what i'm talking about the one thing that i did that i have a problem with movies that either take place in the 80s or flashback to the 80s or what have you they never quite get the styles and the hair right which is always baffling to me because 80s hair is very very specific yes and i can guarantee you there's someone who knows how to do that very specific style somewhere in the vicinity of this film which led me to this question is it possible that that whole poofy bang thing you know what i'm talking about Uh i sure do was that just a midwest thing because no 80s move whether it's an 80s movie takes place in the 80s flashback to no one has that hair so was that just a Midwest thing? I don't think so. Like if you watch like Fast Times or Ridgemont High, I feel like that hair is represented. Okay. All right. Okay. Um, but I don't know. I mean, it doesn't seem like it was just. But you're right. It's I don't. It's like they kind of go like not a full tip of the hat, but it's kind of like yeah. Good <laughs> no one remembers. I fucking remember, especially for a movie that it was in 1997. It's not I know like they weren't the that, 80s far, were that far off. Yeah. 
it's like, like they're when, like throw on a flock of seagulls and they'll, they'll know it's the 80s right it's like when when uh uh they do it now and it's all bright neon colors and somebody uh, did, no one realizes how brown the 80s were everything was brown we were we just saw something that was set oh the wedding singer when we saw the wedding singer there was a club scene in it and like everybody was wearing neon and i it leaned over joan like we did not all it wear neon. Happen. it didn't happen i'm here to tell you time. it did not happen i mean there was neon elements don't get me sure. wrong not but yeah. everything was brown you walked into mcdonald's it was all different shades of brown every ashtray you ever ever encountered was that smoky clear brown color yep every uh um i mean the styrofoam burger container brown every paper product br- everything was brown <laughs> everything was brown you guys and we used white out as nail polish <laughs> um get it together like i want to make a truly representational 80s movie because it's been bothering me no one does it right i know it is sad and we, we still have the tools we still have the tools bitch it's they're making a comeback they're like look at these curls that's crimping bitch that's crimping (laughs) and i walked so you could run like come the fuck on well we're currently going through a mullet resurgence so maybe we'll regress into the next one uh, we just there's one person who's allowed to have it and that's al and that's it everybody else with the mullet the mallet a mallet everyone else with a mallet take it to your Get head if you haven't got a mallet <laughs> um so yeah i just it, it just occurred to me i was like maybe that was just a midwest style because i have not seen it re- like heathers sort of the blondes sort of tip of the hat but, yeah i mean it, a little bit but like yeah it just it really bothers me really really bothers me i will send you a picture to put on the instagram one because i'm a narcissist two because i need people to see what the fuck i'm talking about please do um so anyway what movie did you watch did we did you make us watch did we watch together (laughs) i made you watch (laughs) a film called better nate than ever yes which premiered uh this month on the Disney Plus. No, it wasn't mm-hmm. this month. August 1st. April 1st on Disney oh. Plus. Anyway. Anyway. It <laughs> premiered this year. Um, so, Better Nate Than Ever is directed by Tim Federley, who wrote the novel on which it is based. And it tells the story of 13-year-old Nate Foster, who fantasizes about becoming a big Broadway star. He and his best friend Libby mastermind a daring trip to new york to audition for lilo and stitch the musical which let me stop you right there do you think they're going to come out with lilo and stitch musical because they lean so heavily on it wouldn't be surprised but i also read the book and in the book he's going to audition for et the musical oh so they just got it okay yeah because it's now a disney Yeah, 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 yeah um so i think you really liked this movie you would be incorrect. Oh, you didn't like it? It was all right. It oh. Was all right. It, it, it was kind of along the same lines of Romeo and Michelle. Like, I wouldn't... I would be gay best friends with it. But, like, yeah. No. Hmm. You loved it. I did. I loved it so much. Uh, let, me, let me say it like this. I understand loving it. I, I get it. I support it. I am empathetic to it. I just didn't. And I don't know why. I just, I was kind of like, okay, great. Mm. Um, uh, I did love Lisa Kudrow in it, though. She's loved, great. loved, loved her. So she plays his aunt, Nate's mm-hmm. aunt, who is, um, a, I guess we can probably say failed actress in New York. Sure. She's sort of the black sheep of that side of the family. Uh, there's not a lot of communication anymore. She lives in the, like a dump. Uh, hasn't had a lot of success. So Nate uh, concocts his whole plan to sneak away because he doesn't get the lead in his school musical. Which Lincoln, is what about, is it? Lincoln. Yeah, I don't remember what the rest is, but it's about Abraham Lincoln. And he gets cast as a tree. Yes. And this kid, Ruby Wood is his name, mm-hmm. is so phenomenally talented. Oh, so good. So good. 
Um, and so he and his friend uh, take the bus. They're in Pittsburgh. They take the bus to New York and he manages to get a callback. And this is all done without his parents' knowledge. Mm-hmm. Um, and he just happens to run into his aunt who's there auditioning for something separate. Um, and then hilarity ensues. But yeah, I think she's really, really great in this. Oh, she's so good. Uh, and that their relationship really spoke to me because she really loves him. Um, and like unbeknownst to him unbeknownst to each other they're like each other's favorite thing in the world and i just think that's so and that's how i felt about my aunt and my mom and her sister did not speak and so i didn't see her and um but so i loved it and i it was very it was so sweet um i can't put my finger on i don't know there was something made me uncomfortable in a very weird way. I don't know. I just didn't. Hmm. Maybe it's the whole auditioning thing, not getting what you want type. I don't know. It just, I was like, eh, I don't like this feeling. Um, yeah. Also the fact that his best friend didn't realize he was gay. was a little ridiculous. Um, They're 13. Yeah, that's true. And um, get, you see what you want to see if you like someone. Sure, sure. I mean, you should know, right? <laughs> I've, oh God, no. you've been there. <laughs> no, yeah, that's that's pretty. Yeah, I feel attacked. Um, I can't. Be- now, in retrospect, I can't believe I just said that. That she didn't know. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, we can move you on. Need a, you need to take a moment of silence here. I need to I, can just I do some moment? reflecting. <laughs> I have a moment of silence for every single one of my ex-boyfriends. All gay. Every, well, except literally one. 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 Even the jury is out on the ex-husband. One. And I think we all can agree Pete's a little bit gay. One. One is straight. I can't believe I just said that. Maybe that was my... Maybe that was why I didn't like it. I was like, here's a Stupid. <laughs> oh, God. And then you go in the kitchen, eat a whole Sarah Lee cheesecake. <laughs> oh, I lost my virginity to a gay. Oh, boy. Yeah. <clears throat> I think, oh, God. Okay, stop. Am I turning them gay? Is that what's happening? <laughs> no. Okay, it's great. Not, that's not how it works. That's not how it works? <laughs> no. I don't know how it works. Clearly. <laughs> so you're safe. <laughs> uh, I have, uh, I'm in love with you. No. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, and I loved his relationship with his brother when they finally yes, got their shit together. Yeah. That was also real sweet. I just, I'm always going to be here for an underdog story. And sure. I think just the pure, it just need and desire yeah. and, you know, Broadway and gay and, and gay. Um, what? Oh, There's something else I was going to say. Damn it. I, you know what I really loved? I really loved the end credits. Um, but yeah, and just you're frozen. You're frozen. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. Start. Uh, You were frozen. I don't, you're frozen again. What is happening? Can you hear me? Yeah. Can you hear me? Yes. Now. Okay. can. Can you see me? Yes. Papa, can you see me? Papa, can you see me? You're just like Papa. That's a Stranger <laughs> Things reference you're not going to get. Um, but yes, just uh, that performance in Times Square, that kid is so fucking talented. Oh, God, his voice. Yeah. Uh, and he's frozen again. What is happening? Again, yeah, you're not. Joe? I do love when they all like. Sneak. You were frozen again. You were frozen for an extended period. I don't know what's happening. I'm plugged in to the hard drive. What do we? What do we do? Anything? I can hear you. 
Hello. Hello. Yeah. No, just now. Okay. Uh, and right. I just love Lisa Kudrow. She's just so sweet. I love when they like sneak into the new Amsterdam theater and are able to just to sneak up and sit in the balcony and watch right. the auditions. <laughs> like that's not, that's not going to happen. <laughs> no. Um, but yeah, I just, I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. I thought it was super sweet. I did. I did love it. How, even though obviously he's going to get what he wants, cause that's how movies work. Um, that I did feel like the audition process and the way they spoke to him was realistic. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like they did see something in him, but it wasn't instantaneous. It was like, okay, that sucked by now. And you know what I mean? So yeah. I appreciated that. And um, also spoiler, a little bit spoiler. If you don't want to skip ahead a little bit, he doesn't get totally everything that he wants at the end. And that was the other I thing I liked. Too. Yes. Yeah. I, it was like, it was a realistic, like we saw enough in you to make you stand by understudy. Yeah. Um, yeah. which is a big fucking deal. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're not going to give you because he doesn't get the lead in the high school musical because the part is just it's very big. It's a lot of responsibility and his teacher doesn't think he can handle it. So if he got a lead in a Broadway show, that'd be a little ridiculous. Yeah. Um. Not that she can't be wrong, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Um. So, yes, I did love that. I loved the end credits. Yes. They were my favorite. Yeah. Um. Because the deal all young. Um. Yeah, it was cute. It was cute. Um, but I, I, yeah, I think it was like the auditioning and, and the. <sighs> her Lisa Kudrow's sister says something interesting that she was always jealous of Lisa Kudrow's character because Lisa Kudrow had a dream and she didn't. Mm-hmm. And that's something I've always identified with because I've always felt really bad for people who didn't have one. Yeah. And I always had one. And so I was very like, well, I have a dream and that's totally awesome. On the flip side of that is not having to audition and stuff like that. It's just, it's really, it's nice. It's real nice. Cause that whole, that whole thing, I can't, I audition poorly. Yeah. Um, no one loves it. It's, it's just think. bad news bears. It's bad news bears. So I think maybe that's why I couldn't get all in is watching the audition process and just feeling the judgment and stuff. I was like, Oh, oh I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> um, but he is a delight. And I did check because I was like, is he, because his name is Ruby. Right. And yeah. it's spelled R U E B Y. So I did check and his pronouns are he, him. Um, but there are pictures of him like at the premiere in like full makeup nails. Right, which is why I checked. I was like, is he trans? What's happening? But he, the pronouns are he, him. So um, that's what we're going to call him. Yeah, it's right the now. name is interesting too. I don't, I, I was trying to find out if that was, if that's his like birth name or, and I couldn't find anything. So yeah. But yeah, but um, super it's, it's cute. It is cute. I would recommend watching it. Um, what would you give it? I would give it, I would give it a four. All right. I'm going to go four and a half. All right. All right. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's Lisa. That's Lisa Kudrow. Yeah. It was nice. It was a nice one. Uh, she's just delightful. She, she really, really is. is. She No, she really is. No. Uh, listen to me. <laughs> she really is. <laughs> Like, I don't want to disagree with you on this, but Listen, she really is. I know is. that we don't agree a lot, but. <laughs> um, so we I mean, week. she's no Val Kilmer. She's a fucking <laughs> asshole. Oh, yes. my God. We pod. What we are we pod. doing? You know what we're going to do? We're going to do Xanadu, baby. At a girl. Because we need to pay homage yep. to Miss Newton John. I'm do. also wondering if we should watch together. Oh, that would be nice. Because I feel like, first of all, here's the thing. I think I enjoy things more when I'm watching with somebody else. Okay. I get that. I think that's number one. And number two, I think Xanadu is going to be one of these things where I'm like, what? What? You've seen it. Yes. No, I've never seen it. Oh my God. Then yes, you have to, you have to come over. I have all next week. Okay, great. Yeah. I've never never seen Xanadu. Oh my. Oh my God. We're going right back to 13 year old Joe. (laughs) 
and then I'll fall in love with you and it'll be awkward. Because uh, I will have no idea while watching Xanadu with you that you're a big old homo. I will have no idea. God damn it. I'm such a sad individual. Jesus Christ. I'm just, listen, it is not my fault that the gay boys are nicer, okay? The gay boys are nicer. They dress better. Their taste in music is... I'm it's sorry, true. okay? Maybe All of these things are true. Better, I wouldn't be confused sexually. All right? This is not on me. It's on you. God damn it. Oh, that is hysterical. Uh, <laughs> I can't believe I said that in all seriousness. It's totally unbelievable that she didn't know he was gay. Oh, my God. Meanwhile, 12-year-old Suze is like, oh, my God, Michael, I love you. Why won't you kiss me ever? You have posters uh, of Richard Simmons in your room. <laughs> <laughs> I love Liberace. Uh, oh boy! So talented. Oh boy! Well, this was fun. Um, if you want to send us an email, you can send it to threefunnyladies at gmail dot com. Follow us on the Insta at uh, Three Funny Ladies Podcast. Send me the picture you want me to post. I sure will, buddy. And uh, we'll be back next week with Xanadu. Xanadu. I have listened to the the finale song and um, it's something. Oh, it's it's really oh, just, just that one word. <laughs> just you wait. I You're can't in wait. for a treat. I'm so excited. All right, we'll uh, see you guys next week with Xanadu. Mm, bye. Uh, bye.